It, it was quite uh, cold this morning. Kind of gave me shivers. It's Ed Sheeran, 16. <laughs> <laughs> That's See what so I did? Cheesy, bro. <laughs> no, it's so radio. <laughs> it's so radio. We spoke about it the other day. But you know what? The first song we played was Ndiripano, and I just want to say Ndiripano too. <laughs> <laughs> Till 9 a.m. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Feeling good, living better. I like it. Dennis, good morning. I missed you, man. Who's popping, brother? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Got, got, got so much to share with you. Got so much to share with you. But as always, this is our custom. We always want to start by asking, what are you throwing out into the air this week? Mm-hmm. What are you throwing out into the air this week, Tash? To get back on track. <laughs> okay. The wheels came off the bus. I think, like, probably for the past weekish. Uh-huh. I just uh, well, not even the past two weeks. Like since maybe midweek last week, since Wednesday, ironically. Like what happened? Like I, what maybe do you mean? Because we were doing after tears here, but then like things just fell off. Like I lost my motivation. The way T- that Tashi I Tashi came out with the new operating. with the new hairdo. I was thinking this is fresh week. Let's go. You're on no, track. No, that's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need my hair to align with my mindset. I like that. I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, so realignment. No, I, yeah, get back on track. I'm trying to get back on track. Dennis, what are you throwing out into the air this week? Uh, I'm throwing out. Don't let what's going to happen ten steps away stop you from doing what's supposed to happen today. Uh, I've been trying to work on something, uh, a project that I will be sharing soon. And like this was the first time. Like this, this. Man, man, man. Forget Dennis a little bit. Don't you just hate people who do that? Yeah, I'm going to tell you later. I'm going to tell you later. So why tell you, me now. No, no, plus why... Oh, don't why, tell me. Exactly. Why are you hinting <laughs> at the possibility that there's something you need to tell <laughs> us, but you're not going to tell us now? I don't get it. Like, my pizza. <laughs> anyway. Kind of my pizza. Like I was saying, so <laughs> I've been working on, I've been working on this. And this last week has been the toughest, right? Mm. Because I've been trying to... It involves like getting guests for something. And it's been like, it's been so hard in this last week. And I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I, I definitely got to points where I was like, do I even care about this that much? Mm. And I realized I was like the first hurdle and the, like the first opportunity to quit that I had gotten. Uh, and a lot of it had to do with if it's this hard, even if I was to persevere through this initial part of it, what does it look like months from now? Yeah. You know what I mean? When I've actually done the easy parts of it as well. So don't let that happen to you. Persevere a little bit more than Dennis is persevering. So you're throwing out into the air this week. Perseverance. I'm that people perseverance. should throw out. I, I'm should persevere more than. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be Dennis. You're better than this. <laughs> well, I'm 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 just throwing out move forward. Uh, a lot of the times we get caught up in what's happening right now in the moment, mm-hmm. and that we forget to actually move forward. Uh, and time is passing us by; things are happening. So whatever has been kept, whatever your mind has been uh, stuck on, whatever you've been stuck on this past uh, few weeks, uh, this is the tenth week, right, mm-hmm. into the year, tenth. Uh, 11th week somewhere there but just move forward it's like someone who owes you money and you can tell that this person is not going to give me this money anytime soon move forward uh mm. if uh it's a situation with uh with a person where you can't quite figure out where you are with this person and you're trying to have the conversation and they, they're sort of just uh avoiding or being evasive move forward right mm-hmm. and uh start experiencing new things new experiences new opportunities new everything all right interesting how that sounds like perseverance yeah <laughs> well it's better than dinner <laughs> <laughs>
617 on Capital Breakfast. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm hanging out with my nearest and dearest. Tash is here throwing out Get Back on Track. Dennis is here throwing out Perseverance. And I'm also here throwing out something close to Perseverance, which is Move Forward. Uh, we're here till 9 a.m. Uh, as is always our custom, every Monday we want to know what got your attention over the weekend. Let me what tell a packed, you what a packed weekend it was! Let me tell you something. It really was, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> I was say, I, I thought you were saying irritating. I was like, huh? <laughs> irritating. I was well, like, well, huh? in a way, it leads into what I'm saying because I'm very frustrated. Why are you but frustrated, I'm, disapp- I'm disappointed in myself. You know why? Because I'm the you problem. D- you, oh, okay. I thought because so, you didn't is, also have a poster floating around that you're running for a seat. <laughs> oh, no. That's pending. Ah, but, okay. <laughs> graphic However, I'm disappointed in myself. What happened? That I am here from six to nine with two upstanding bachelors under my watch. And yet... Uh, like there's a, there's, there are a few moving parts to that. <laughs> At some point, I'm first the of, problem, First of right? all, clearly you haven't been listening to Faregwaze when he comes here. <laughs> stand in it at 21,000. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure out Rora, engagement, ring, wedding. It doesn't feel safe. No, no, no. I'm pro, like, how pro, did I let pro, this Progress happen? is a process. How did I let Holy Ten get married before my guys? No, no, no. Progress is a process. <laughs> I want to get the stand first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're just a 10% of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy no. Ten actually got married. Bro. He really did. Wow. Uh, how do you feel as someone who, who is a big fan of Vault? <laughs> uh, well, for the record, Volt also turned 24 on yesterday, so happy birthday, Volt. That also caught my attention. <laughs> and that's why I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> yeah, but Volt's got married. No, not Volt. Uh, Volt is not getting married in time. So. He turned 24. I exactly. thought he was older than that. I didn't think he was older than that. This guy was doing his uh, bachelor's. True. Yeah, yeah so, hmm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Holy uh, uh, Tang got married. Holy Tang got married. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, what, what do you make of it? Uh, forget dropping 15 stacks. Uh, but what, what do you make just of it? I think it's you a good example. Forget. You can't I th- forget dropping 15 stacks. <laughs> I think it's stacks. a great example, though. I think it's a great example that uh-huh. uh, you're sitting for the guys who are coming. That you it, there's there's honor in just going to actually do the right thing, right? <laughs> not if you ask Shadaya. What did Shadaya say? What's Shadaya's <laughs> take? Shadaya said he overpaid. <laughs> and I mean, given market prices, I think he did. And what's, <laughs> what, 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 what are market the market price? prices? Please tell us in all your marriage wisdom, Dennis. Of course, I mean I've been doing research, obviously, because <laughs> what are the I'm market, more on that than you are. Stay on course. What yeah. are the market prices? I mean, it depends on the region. So different regions have different prices, right? So that machine region. You'll be able to charge more later. But uh, you know, that region is like in and around that twelve thousand range. Bulawa where which is where they were, right? Because mm-hmm. I saw him wearing a Debele like outfit. Yeah. That's actually known to be the cheap one of the cheaper regions in the country, and that's usually in and around the sixty seven K and then everyone else is somewhere in the middle. So this is what I don't get in Zimbabwe. It seems as if uh, Rora gets to be charged based on who's getting married. Yeah. So if I'm a known millionaire, uh, 
the people are going to demand more. Uh, if I'm a known, um, you know what, if no one knows what my financial status is, mm-hmm. uh, they sort of like charge normal market prices. Yeah. Uh, if I'm Mike Chimombe, people are going to charge me lots of money. Yeah. Uh, if I'm, and I don't get, what's up with that culture? Like, doesn't you know it go why? against the whole idea of what Rora is? Or I Lobola think is? it goes to the idea of what Rora is. Because what? it's something that, because from my understanding. What did your family charge, Tash? You're scary. <laughs> it was in and around the upper market range. <laughs> The Kimberly Richards rate. <laughs> so, from my understanding, what Rora is supposed to be is that it's supposed to be like a little bit of a sacrifice to the guy so that he doesn't just leave you. He doesn't just take you for Shakara because he knows that from his no, pocket Tash, came Tash, a Tash, Tash, you're speaking a whole lot of nonsense today because <laughs> you got your money. The cows came to your home. Uh, no, if no, I no. tell you my husband overpaid and after he finished, all my parents and everyone were like, Mkwasha, Mkwasha, Mkwasha. That's like what they had written down. And what he paid? But that's because Munyaiwa can get but that's <laughs> If I pay if I pay fifteen thousand, but so far I did yeah, that house. Because give me the remote. I need to watch Bora right now. And <laughs> so he does. He's playing right now. Uh, Dennis, what's your take? My take on 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 the more wealthier you are, the more Rora you're gonna pay. Yeah, I think it's gonna be naturally that way. Just just because that to. that's that's it has to feel like something, yeah. right? It has to be an event. It can't of be some chump sort. change. Like yeah. it can't be money that you can spend at Pablo's on a Saturday. What is the what is the purpose for Aurora? I think it's so that you appreciate the your wife more. Because the the idea behind it, or what I've been told by my homegirls, is that men don't feel things with their heart but with my their homegirls. <laughs> <laughs> So the idea is that when you hurt a guy, they don't feel it remumoyo. They feel it remumoyo. So I, I thought Rora was all about uh, creating the relationship. Yeah. Like uh, bo- making the two families uh, to bond, to connect. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really about the amount. That's why in certain cultures, uh, the big thing about Rora isn't the Rusambo. It's actually the, the cows, right? Yeah. It's Idanga. So it's, it's not really about Kuti Rusambo Razeta 10,000 or whatever it is. It was just... And a lot of that. It's just so that we can... We can get to know the father. We can get to know the family. We can get yeah. to know the mom, and we can build the culture around what is happening around them. That's why Kunana, Kunana, in the Matabeleland region, they actually are big on the cows, not the the, the actual money. money. Like those are true. But how much is a one beast? Right, it's like three hundred dollars, right? And yeah. you, you, on average, someone gets from seven to ten. Mm-hmm. So that's not a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? But it's about the culture and the respect and everything. Yeah. I really don't agree with the idea that because it's Mike Chimombi, you're supposed to drop 20000 Or because it's Holy 10, you're supposed to drop 15000 because uh Because that's what then creates or perpetuates the culture where people then feel like they own the person that they are with. And mm-hmm. and it's a lot of moving parts to that. But, but, but there's, there's obviously going to be a variation in what people are charged. So how would that be drawn, right? Because right now, I agree with you. What people do is they determine who is paying and then they charge them according to that. But like if you were to go and assume, let's say, a, an average of... 
5,000, right? We say everyone's paying 5,000. That number's going to be astronomical for some people and be absolutely nothing for others. And, and uh, I think it uh, takes it, away it, from the value of the event if it, it's done it, that it, way. Like, I, I'm not saying that should, there should be even a price that people aspire to. That's yeah. what I'm saying, that it shouldn't be about how much is getting paid yeah. to begin with, right? Kudare, it wasn't about... Kuti, was they in an exchange? We're starting something, right? Yeah. We're honoring the mom. That's why we're not giving her money. We're honoring her with the cow, right? Or something like that. I, I could be wrong, but we want to know your contribution on 0719-100-404. It would be interesting to also know how much you paid uh, for your Aurora <laughs> <laughs> and were they market prices so you felt like you were duped a little bit uh? did you pay the upper market rate uh, Wicknell's wife that's upper market rate right <laughs> and and to um, be fair Wicknell did come out on the day of the Aurora and say if I get charged anything less than 60,000 I'm going to be offended he posted it on Instagram so I, I know for example a very wealthy family very wealthy 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 all of the daughters when they were getting married the guy wasn't asking for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Rusambo was so minimal and everything, blah, blah, blah. And it was because... But it also depends. So like what you're saying, it's not only about who's paying, but who's being paid too. Like mm. both those things work together because sometimes you'll find that the less wealthy um, families demand a lot more to they compensate. They need to extend their house or start a new project. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, uh, like, it's because in their minds, the sacrifice of bringing up this girl to be at this level where you want to marry her, like, somebody got to pay me back for that. So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it seems like there are normal market rates. There are huruva rates, right? Huruva rates are rates where everyone is like, I got one in 300. Yo. <laughs> Those are huruva rates, yeah. right? And there are upper market rates where people are dropping 60,000 for, pri- for bride price. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 15,000 like um, Kimberly Richards. I got 7,000 when I tash you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> The station everyone is talking about. On Startup Capital, we love our sport. We always start with our national sport of cricket, with Raza becoming the only the second Zimbabwean to win the PSL after fast bowler Blessing Zarabani, uh, who wrote his own piece of history with Malton Sultans in 2021. And now it was Raza's return, although the Zimbabwean had a subdued game in the final, Lavoe still managed to hold on to a one-run win in the tightest contest in Malton Sultans at the Gaddafi Stadium. So big congratulations to Mr. Raza there. In other news, I sorry. So also, take money. Our the friend to the show, take money, ended up not winning her match. But apparently, she went down fighting uh, Zimbabwe's top female boxer. Could have watched take money to under and made it difficult for Yamelit Mikado before losing the bout on points in Chihuahua, Mexico yesterday morning. Chihuahua stood minimal chances of defying the odds, especially after she landed in North America country, in the North American country, barely 12 hours before the fight. Not sure why you know she was landing in in North America twelve hours before. That feels like a planning thing. But hopefully we can find a way around things like that. Uh, and in judo news, Pretor- 
Pretorius. The positive start to the year has been encouraging for promising judoka as she builds up for major competitions such as the African Senior Continental Championships and the Junior World Championships. Pretorius is one of the several Olympic hopefuls for Zimbabwe and received the Olympic Scholarship for Paris 2024 Olympic Games. The African Senior Continental Championship in September the African Senior Continental Championships in September and the Junior World Championships are both Olympic qualifiers with equal Olympic world ranking points to an International Judo Federation and Grand Prix. Success with 641 on Capital Breakfast. Well, around this time was something called Big Deal or Nah. Basically, we go through the newspapers and you let us know whether some of these stories are a big deal or not. You know, um, it was a very quiet weekend, if I could, uh, if I could call it that. But let's uh, let, 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 let's go through the news. All right. Now, this is in the business section of the Herald this morning. China enters fast lane of economic recovery. China released its first batch of economic data for 2023 on Wednesday, showing a stable improvement across the board as the economy has entered a fast lane of recovery following the downgrade of COVID-19 management in January, building a solid foundation for achieving the full-year GDP growth target of around 5%. Quote, In the first two months, the Chinese economy steadily recovered with rising with the rising production demand, stable employment and consumer prices and improved market expectations. Uh, a spokesperson with the Bureau, National Bureau of Statistics, NBS, told uh, the press conference on Wednesday. According to data released by the NBS, the total value ahead of the industrial enterprises above the designated size grew by 2.4% year-on-year in January and February, or 1.1% points faster than uh, that of December 2022, reflecting the accelerated recovery of industrial production and improved business expectations. Big deal? Yeah, I think so, because obviously COVID-19 was really impactful on all countries, but particularly on the Chinese. And um, given how China and Zim relations are, things that happen in their economy, I assume, have an effect on us as well. Uh, yes, go on. I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal for China. And I, th- I think it's a big deal for the world, mm. uh, pretty much, because a lot of what's ha- what happens in China, especially from a production, production level, manufacturing, manufacturing. I, I had an experience uh, in, I ordered something from China, right? Mm. Um, it was supposed to get here around uh, September. It ended up getting here around November uh, because of lockdowns because of everything that was happening because of covid and they were actually saying not only that a lot of the uh the companies the major companies in the world had their manufacturing happen in china happening in china so things were number one it was affecting demand things got more expensive because there was not enough uh product out there so it just messed up the whole value chain because you know cheap labor and you know yeah. 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 Like we didn't even have enough iPhones when the new one came. I was no how I said we didn't even have <laughs> <Tash>. <laughs> I, I can't believe this. No, Tash, it's, it's you, can, okay. you, can, you can find you can find that iPhone in town right now. No, no, no. Stop no, making no, no, excuses. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
Uh, if you've been checking what's been happening on the local front, well, it'd be great for you to know that Zimstech extends June registration deadline. This is in the Herald this morning. Parents have welcomed the extension of June examination registration period, ordinary and available by the Zimbabwe Schools Examination Council from 15 March to Friday this week. In a statement, Zimstech said parents and guardians were free to use Zimbabwe dollars, rands, or US dollars to pay the fees. While fees are set in U.S. dollars, payment in local currency is at the prevailing exchange rate, with Zimsec using the rate of March 17, that is um, 1,005 uh, for every U.S. dollar that you have. So it's one as to 1,005 Zimbabwe dollars for this week's payments. Stakeholders and clients must note that the government subsidy does not apply to candidates retaking any subjects. BEAM does not support retake examinations and candidates who have fulfilled the color requirements for them to sit for the June examinations read the notice. Miss Brenda Taodzera, a parent from Rua, thanks Zimsek for more time. Is this a big deal? Yeah, this yeah. is a big deal. I think it's a big deal to be, whenever anything happens to relieve the pressures that people are experiencing mm-hmm. in Zimbabwe, I think it's a big deal. Uh, Tash, is this a big deal? Agreed. It's a, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah. I think it's not a big deal. We need to stop Why? this culture. Of what? Of extending things. No, but then you also have to... Wait, no, no, no. Let me make my point. Okay, I asked okay. both of you. All right, all right, all right, all right. Do you guys, do you think it's a big deal? <laughs> right, move forward. So this is where I think for personally, like we know the examination, like we know the June examination uh, registration dates are coming. Can we be prepared? Can we just be prepared? The same people don't do, you know what? I don't think it's a big deal. Because we should be more prepared. We should stop this culture that every time there's registration, we're going to extend it and we're going to extend. And the idea being uh, we're relieving people. No, plan, bruh. You know this time is coming. Man, people don't do it on purpose. Sometimes things are really just tough. Like you're trying to plan, but you also have the burden of so many other things that Mm. need to happen as well. See see why I stand with Holy 10 and 15,000 and you are shouting out happy birthday to Holt? (laughs) I pick Volta's life every time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is in the H Metro this morning. While we're talking about it, well, yes, it is. It's in the news. Holly Ten marries Kimberly Richards. Holly Ten, rapper Holly Ten, and Kimberly Richards Chigubu have officially announced they are now husband and wife. Every social media platform is agog with the news. Holy Ten is believed to have paid 15000 as bride price for his fiancé in Blaue, according to various sources. This comes after rumors surfaced that Kimberly, Kimberly Richards is pregnant and expecting the couple's first child. However, outspoken social media personality Shadar Knight said <laughs> the marriage would not last many years. Quote, it will not end well. Marrying an IT girl never ends well. Marrying the eat girl. Ah, I thought she was studying uh, IT there. Computer science. I was like, hmm. Clearly, I am not in the streets. As Meg G said, no one in their right minds marries it girls. When you marry an it girl, it's not till death do us apart, but it's still money or fame runs out. Close quote, you say. Don't marry an it girl if you're a loser, right? Obviously. But like if you're not, <laughs> it's actually fine. <laughs> really and truly. Obviously. <laughs> I think us it girls get a bad rap. <laughs> Well, what do they mean when they say an it girl? And I've never. S- quite I guess girls departments. No, not necessarily that. It's, it's the popular girl, right? Yeah. But like, maybe even popular is the wrong. But maybe it is the right. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, popular. it's a popular girl. 
But then people the also mistake wants. like being popular for somehow being promiscuous or like having loose morals. And maybe, you know, statistically speaking, it would suggest that. But not everybody's like that. Um, I, I don't know, man. Or I maybe don't. better yet, if you're going to marry the it girl, just make sure your money doesn't run out. That sounds that's, like a you not, problem. That's not a sustainable thing to do. <laughs> However... If you're not a loser, you'll be fine. I maintain. Like, I think. I think even the whole like money thing, you can get past that if you're just a reasonable person. Plus, also, I I hate how no one actually knows Kimberly Richards like that. But there's already the stereotype exactly around the kind of person she is. And then like people start drawing out different things. What what scandals? What scandals? scandals, Then because according to Shadia, the fact that she has a child is a scandal. So you guys are going to make me the gossip guy on radio. No, no, no. I cannot believe No, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. You mentioned the scandals. I was even telling I was even saying she's an IT girl. No, I mean it was it wasn't like it wasn't too many super significant scandals, but the first one was that she used to be friends with Volts, and everyone knows about the relationship with Volts. So she used to be a model for Volts' label, and Volts has refused to actually come out and say that he didn't date her. So there's a rumor that he's dating her. That he dated okay. her first or whatever, right? Okay, you, this is not a scandal. Yeah. Uh, go on, go on, Dennis. It's a bit of a scandal when you move from Volts to Holy Ten, though. Is, so, is it a scandal? Is it? Yes, of course it's a scandal. No, there's no scandal. Anyway, okay, okay, fine. Whatever. There's no scandal. And, and then after that, she went through the, the period where there were pictures of her in hotel lobbies and uh, like at different events with all these different guys that yeah. were posted. I think there were like three of them that were posted just the one morning. And then pa- Passion Java then went on to make a whole song about it, right? And like yeah. it became a thing. So... I mean, but in my mind, those are all manufactured scandals, like which brings back, like it's I not something so. tangible in terms of like, oh no, there was a tape uh, or something like this that was exposed of her or anything. Like uh, uh, for for I clarity, hope. we mean cello tape <laughs> <laughs> or duct tape. I, I I absolutely agree with you guys, but I'm just saying those are the things that are happening around us so it obviously that obviously is going to shape public perception around who she is you know what what was interesting to me about like the thread that Shadaya made and i hate talking about this person but we moved why do you hate talking about Shadaya? because i think it gives validity to some very askew opinions everyone is you know you're entitled to your opinion but i think he does a lot of things just to make people upset um, and this narrative that single mothers aren't deserving of marriage or you should never marry a single mother is really, like, oh, yeah, she has damaging. A, she has a child, right? Yeah, oh, and then he was like, no matter what you do, um, your child will always she, be she child has a, number she two has, to she, hers. She has a child? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is their second child. And apparently that's scandalous. I mean... What's scandalous about that? Exactly. Like, th- these are all manufactured scandals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> d- don't do that. No, I mean, like, listen, right? Like, we, let's also be conscious of the environment that we're operating in, because this, this, what we're doing right now Dennis is having. Cool. Let's, let's stay on course. Let's 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 stay on course before okay. we. Okay, this is in the Herald this morning. GMB invites. I had to take it to GMB real quick. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is in the Herald this morning. GMB invites transporters. The Grey Marketing Board is inviting transporters 
owning three-ton to 36-ton trucks to register to carry grain across the country. In a statement, GMB said all interested transporters must transporters must attend a mandatory workshop on Thursday at GMB Aspendale Training Workshop. Transporters have to submit a letter of introduction, company profile, certificate of incorporation, valid operator's license, goods in transit insurance to cover a minimum of a hundred ten thousand U.S. dollars or equivalent at bank rate. Certified copies of registration book, trade history from three reputable companies, valid certificate of fitness, uh, VAT certificate or tax clearance certificate, banking details, proof of valid registration with PRAS, CR14 form, CR6 form, lease agreement or proof of ownership from their premises and the confirmation that their trucks are in the track in a tracking system. The GMB said documents must be submitted as bound booklets to the logistics department at GMB office 179 to 187 Samara Michelle Avenue Eastly here in the capital Harare. Uh, Dennis, is this a big deal? Absolutely not. What? Uh, yeah, no, not at all. So the, the, what would make this a big deal firstly is telling us what the rate that you're going to be paying is and in what currency that rate is going to be. That's what really makes a difference in this. This 120 to go and do a garage inspection when you don't know what the payment systems will be. Yeah, it's tricky. I think it is a big deal because it's an opportunity. Like people are always saying, hey, we never know when there's opportunities for tenders or whatever. Yeah, they don't we, like us. Yeah, chichichi. Oh, yeah. opportunity. No, no, no. You just say, no, I'm in the trucking business. I'm in the trucking business. I'm in, the tr- I'm in logistics. That's, 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 that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one last thing. Uh, you can find this story. Well, uh, you can find the story in the H Metro. Chirikure speaks on fading reading culture. Poet, songwriter, and author Chirikure Chirikure reckons the downfall of reading culture could have been influenced by several factors, including the internet. Chirikure said lack of motivation, peer pressure, and entertainment are the other factors. He also highlighted that the allure of entertainment on television and online video could have been drawn people away from books. Most youngsters prefer surfing the internet and visiting social media sites. There are also environmental factors such as family and friends that may influence reading habits. Families and communities strongly and positively influence the reading habit and interest among students, he said. Chirukura said reading is an action that a person does to obtain a wider knowledge through his or her experience. And this process may lead that person into an eye-opening self-discovery. He goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, on how we can develop a reading culture. But do you agree that Zimbabwe doesn't has a fading reading culture? Start with yeah. you, Tash. I think the whole world has a fading reading culture. And I think that we're at a point where um, we place importance on things that aren't necessarily important because we're used to it. Yeah. For example, reading. Yep. I can read blogs or whatever, or I can watch things. But if the world is going into a trajectory where most things are on the internet anyways, if I'm not fascinated in books, is it really that bad yeah consumption patterns have changed like i i barely read books anymore i'm actually funny enough reading a book right now but for the most part i've 
stopped reading books. I consume audio books. Mm-hmm. I consume documentaries. And it's just a way more efficient way of consuming that information. For the, you know, I was, I was watching um, a documentary on... Uh, on it's on a your, more efficient way for you to consume that information, right? No, that, no, no. Efficiency, a, efficiency is just time over content, right? I, I think, objectively, it's a more efficient way of consuming. I, I don't I'm think, not saying I, it's the I, best I, way. I, no, I, I beg to differ when you say efficient, but that's a, we, we could debate that another yeah. day. But I just... They're just better better ways for me, and I think a lot of people feel the same about better ways of consuming information. Sometimes you don't want to know all that information, and like all these books contain a good substance, and then they're filled up with words so that they're just not short. So the thing about, for example, consuming a documentary, as someone who also makes documentaries, documentaries are are very narrative-based. We sift information based on what we specifically want you to know right but the thing with books is when you're reading you can refer from many other sources and actually then stack up that information to have so that's why i'm saying it's not when you say efficient it's like uh, i don't agree because you can watch other documentaries this is also true but the same amount of time it's gonna take for you to get these other sources it also can take you to watch many documentaries how many documentaries do you need to watch that are two hours long for you to uh stick up information I'll accurate information what, on in the 20 hours that i would have watched a 10 a two-hour documentary 10 two-hour documentaries i'll be like you'll know more 15 pages into a book <laughs> <laughs> yeah because of your reading speed and if you enjoy reading mm. right so it's about what you enjoy for example i can't stand an audiobook mm. i sleep all the time Right when I read an audiobook, but I don't sleep when I actually read. So, but I think this speaks to like like what I was saying, the culture. Because, for example, even when it comes to things like research, and people are saying you need to research in books, you need to do bibliographies that are handwritten, etc. If the world is not going in that trajectory, why do you need to do it just to preserve the culture? Is the world not going in that direction? It's a question we need to ask about interest, and because also reading is not really about reading books. You can be on the internet and reading newspapers, articles, and yeah. all these other things, all the, that counts as reading. Mm-hmm. It's just not the conventional way to read. Exactly. Yeah. Happy Monday and good morning! Good morning, family. Good morning, Tash. Hey-oh. Oh, Good morning, Dennis. What's poppin', brother? I'm fantastic. Happy Monday to you and yours. How are you feeling this morning? First of all, I want to know what you're throwing out into the air. Dennis, I'll start with you. What are you throwing out into the air this week? Perseverance, man. Perseverance? Yeah, don't, uh, don't quit at that first hurdle. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Don't quit at 10,000. Get to 15. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Get no, 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 somewhere no, no, first. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I know what you guys are doing here, and I just can't stand for it. Stop at seven. <laughs> Look, Tesh, what are you throwing out into the air this week? I'm uh, throwing out realignment. Get back on track. When you feel like the wheels are falling off the bus, get a biscuit. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'll throw out into the air, move forward, okay? Move forward. Just move forward, all right? Uh, in case uh, the girl you wanted to marry, uh, your nemesis in the industry wants to marry her, you know what? Move forward. Celebrate you your birthday you. on the same day, <laughs> all right? of yeah. IT girls in the streets. <laughs> that, that, that was a bit too specific. Someone in the industry. Bro, accountants are not having issues with each other that way. 
What happened, Arnold? Who was it? Look, uh, all I'm just saying, let's say your vault. Just move forward, okay? Uh, 7.14 on Capital Breakfast. It's a Monday. A happy one for that matter. It's always our custom to want to know what got your attention over the weekend. So I'm throwing it out there. What got your attention over the weekend? A lot of cool stories, uh, including... Um, uh, one that happened on an international front that really caught my attention was uh, the warrant of arrest mm-hmm. uh, for President Putin, and just how Moscow laughed it off. I was mm-hmm. like, "This is this is these are exciting times. These are exciting times." I and of course, the meeting how... with uh, President Xi Jinping. Yeah. Yes. I don't understand how anyone would expect a response other than. The Kremlin laughing it off. <laughs> of course, of course. But we're, we're watching that close. It's a year. It's been a year now since the conflict started, yeah. and, and of course, it's uh, we keep our tabs on that, right? Because it directly affects us as Africa. We saw that with the fuel prices and everything that's happening. All right. Mm-hmm. Another key thing, of course, this is actually live right now. Is the EFF shutdown where they are protesting load shedding and they want to demand the president Cyril Ramaphosa. Um, Resigns. What do you make of this? Uh, the SA EFF national shutdown, do you think it will be a success? No. If it will be a success, uh, on what grounds? And what does it make, what, what does this mean for productivity? What do you just take of national shutdowns in general, especially on in, in a key time like this one? I, particularly when it comes to this one, I think it does more harm than good. Like, you're just stopping productivity for however long this is going to go for but it's not going to change anything in terms of power cuts you're right. still going to be on level 52 load shedding <laughs> calm down level 52. light a candle <laughs> light a candle uh what about you dennis what you make what do you make of this uh, yeah so I, I don't think it's consequential and that's that's where it becomes an issue because you're slowing down on on productivity, etc., and people are just going to k- carry on with their lives a day after, a week after. I do believe that people have the right to protest when they want to protest, but yeah. it has to be it has to be orderly, it has to be functional, it has to go against whatever, like go with whatever the the legal procedures of it are, and it has to be effective. Most of exactly. all, it has to be effective. It has exactly. to be effective. Well, yeah, because like um, so I was in the UK throughout November last year, mm-hmm. and they were striking, right? And those were strikes you could feel because the trains weren't running, you weren't able to the make airports. an appointment at the doctors, the airports, etc. Like to me, that's a protest you can feel and it makes people go into action. Whereas this is a protest to say we're concerned about the state of affairs. They've been knowing you're concerned about the state of affairs for as long as the state of affairs have been the state of affairs. Right. And they've been concerned too. Exactly. Uh, we might, the, the, the greater people, the greater population in South Africa might not feel it. But do you know who can feel it? Mm-hmm. Well, the 57 people who have been arrested across South Africa overnight, uh, reports Minister Becky Kele. Oh, who real? says... Um, uh, police Minister Becky Kele says police have arrested 57 people across the country overnight. The group includes protesters arrested in Bramfontein last night. Kele says around 24,000 tires have been confiscated, uh, which means that um, a lot of people were gathering tires, you know, so that they can burn them and, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. we've seen over years that uh, protests, especially in South Africa, then get very violent. And there's a lot of looting that happens around that time and, and a lot of vandalism. I e- hope it's every, not every, like... Everywhere in the world, man. I, it, when, when protests happen, there are always people that are on the periphery that are ready to like take 
advantage of the chaos. Uh-huh. To to when the when they had the Black Lives Matter protests in the U.S., people were looting Louis V stores, right? Just mm-hmm. like. There are always people there who are not there for that reason, and I don't know what percentage it is. And I think when a protest is successful, you have a higher percentage of the people who actually care about what the protest is about and not so much people who are just interested in disruption. Where, where, where the, when the people are striking, were they also protest in the UK when you were there, Tash? Yes, um. Uh, were they violent? No. They were not violent, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see that. Uh, we're going to come back a little later and uh, so you can know that on Open Line Monday today, we call, we we make it, we, we we go through the idea where residents call for commission to run the Harare Enchitungwiza councils. Right? We come back in a second with that. Uh, we wait for Kudzisharara for business focus coming on the other side. I hope you feel light this morning. I hope you feel happy. I hope you feel the joy uh, that's going to carry you throughout the week. It's 7.21 on Capital Breakfast. Good morning to you and yours. Dennis is here. Tash is here. And, of course, we're here till 9 a.m. Business Focus is up next. Business Focus with Kudzi Sharara on the Startup Capital. Good morning, Kudzi. How are you doing today? Good morning. So profound. Good morning to you. Uh, And how was the weekend? The weekend was alright. I went to the rurals, but the roads to the rural area, it was like I was driving in a dry river. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the state of the road. It's, it's really bad. And that's 50 k's, uh, 50 kilometers of I dusty hate road. That. That... And it's like you're driving in a dry river. I don't know what the councillors are doing in there. You don't know what the councillors are doing? I don't know. Well, it's election doing. season, so they don't have to... Uh, they should be should they fixed the roads by now? Exactly. Isn't I? I I wonder if they want to be voted back again. Ah, I'm sure they do want to get voted back in and so get stands and stuff. Uh, that's what councillors do, right? Hopefully, people will not be uh, the word stupid enough to vote for them. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. You Could know, two, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> two issues before we get it uh, to to go through the ZSE update, our regional markets, and of course the international markets, t- uh, also tying in with currencies. I wanted you to just weigh in on uh, just the national shutdown called on by EFF in South Africa. Do you think it's, it would be effective? And what do you make of just uh, such a move? Um, it, it would be damaging. Um, we have seen what happens in South Africa where every time they have protests. So it will be damaging. It will also have an impact on us as Zimbabweans in terms of, uh, you know, we, we, we get quite a... We, South Africa is our biggest trading partner. We get a lot of stuff from South Africa and via South Africa. And, and the, the nationwide shutdown will obviously affect us. But in terms of whether it is going to be effective, in terms, remember they are striking for load shedding, power outages, it's not going to be effective. You are not going to build a plant in one day or in three days. Uh, it's not going to happen. It's a long-term thing, and uh, and they should have protested when they, they saw that there wasn't a plan to put up new power plants a long time ago. It's like you, you, can't, you can't expect the power situation to be fixed in a month's time, in a two-month's time. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's the situation they are in. Uh, we are in a kind of similar situation where again we have got uh, we've got issues with our power yes we hear that from today on the 7 is going to come online but that's 
that's just 300 megawatts and we are losing i i, I understand from from zambia and mozambique where we are failing to pay our bills we are we are going to lose our uh, some power imports so it's not going to make any any impact so it's the same with south africa um they're not going to turn around escom and any anytime soon it's uh it's already it's a process it's a, it's a process mm-hmm. so yeah maybe to jolt uh, executive to do something but it's not gonna uh, ease the situation in the short term maybe long term I like that. Look, it's 7.24 on Capital Breakfast. If you want to chime in or add anything to this conversation, you know the number, right? It's 0719-100-404 or 0772-269-241 or 269-229. You can use those to call. We'd love for you to call. How are we looking with the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange? Could yeah, so, so first thing first, uh, we've got another company, uh, First Capital Bank, that is set to delist from the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange and list on the Victoria Falls Stock Exchange. So this is the first financial institution that has uh, decided to do that. Uh, it's, it's likely to We are likely to see several more financial institutions probably doing the same, uh, especially if they're looking at raising raising capital. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a route. I know uh, get back Sunday to do the same, but they later said, no, we are going to delist altogether. But First Capital Bank, the major shareholder, is uh, is a foreign foreign shareholder. That's the major shareholder for First Capital Bank, and uh, I guess they they believe that that's a platform where they can get real value for their asset, and uh, also even when in terms of whether they want to raise capital or they want to dispose of their stake, uh, the FIFEX will offer them a better a better opportunity and value for money. So, and then in terms of performance of the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange on Friday, uh, it was uh, really strong with the all share index gaining by 2.56%, the top 10 index adding 2.53%, and the small cap index adding 1.01%. Top companies to gain on uh, on Friday, Nampek up by 15%, Mikus 14.98%, Art 13.85%, First Capital Bank already, we are starting to see it rising 8.03%, and I expect it to continue to rally uh, this year following the announcement uh, that it is set to delist from the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange to the VFX. Uh, so far in the year, it has gained 24%. Right. Yeah, if it's going to follow the path of African Sun, so that's a, a, a huge uh, headroom there for First Capital Bank. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Econet also amongst the risers. And then there were only four counters uh, that recorded um, losses, and that's uh, RTG down by 7.07%, First, First Bank Corporation um, down by 1.63%, Zimplow down by 1.59%, and then African Sun easing by 0.14%. Funds uh, invested, the bulk of the funds that were invested were in Delta, 665 million, Econet, 343 million, Ecocash, Tanganda, and Jerryboard also getting a sizable chunk of the funds that were invested. Moving on to the region, uh, it was mostly red in the region, but uh, with Zimbabwe, Zambia, and uh, Malawi, uh, you know, our neighboring countries, Zambia, Botswana, and then also by extension Malawi uh, and Nigeria stock exchange were the only ones that were positive. The bulk were in the negative with the markets that were uh, hit the most. The Nairobi stock exchange in Kenya lost a massive 3.18%, followed by the Tanzania 
down by 2.65%. So those were the biggest losses, but also losses in Tunisia, Morocco, Egypt, Ivory Coast, uh, Namibia, and the JSC in South Africa. And to close this off with the international markets, the Dow Jones Industrial Average also dropping 1.19%. We know what's happening in the U.S. Uh, with uh, following the collapse uh, and rescue of uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. And then um, uh, Signature Bank also uh, also uh, uh, facing challenges. There's another one that I, I read this morning, which was again, which uh, Credit Suite, also uh, in, in trouble there. So uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average losing 1.19% following pressure on banking stocks. And then S&P 500 also down by 1.1%, and the Nasdaq Composite also falling. And then in the U. In the UK, um, the FTSE 100 down by 1.01%, uh, and the FTSE All Share Index down by 1.08%. So markets feeling the pressure there in uh, in the UK and uh, and in the US. In terms of the US dollar, uh, one US dollar gets you 18.41 South African rand, 0.93 euros. Uh, 20.43 Zambian kwacha, 6.90 Chinese yuan, and 0.82 British pound. That's uh, business focus for this morning. Thank you so much, Kuzi. We catch up with you tomorrow. Thank you, guys. 7:41 on Capital Breakfast. So particular cut is called Shogore Rudo. I love it. What a tune. Uh, taking um, a closer look at what's happening with the consoles. Uh, a little later, we give you Open Line Monday. But this is what we're on about on Open Line Monday this morning. Residents call for commission to run Chitungwiza and Harare City Councils. Well, calls have been made for the government to consider establishing commissions to run the local authorities of Harare and Chitungwiza in the wake of continued maladministration and exploitation of ratepayers' money. The transformation of urban councils into havens of malpractice and incompetence has irked residents we have now called upon the government to establish commissions to superintend over local authorities. This has been instigated by revelations of gross maladministration where suspended senior officials from Chitungwiz and Harare continue to receive full packs concurrently with acting personnel, thus fleecing council of ratepayers' money. The go- uh, quote, The city of Harare and Chitungwiza municipality has the largest number of acting managers and directors. Deliberately, the management and the mayor are not holding boards of inquiry for all suspended executives who continue to collect full salaries and packages whilst at home. The acting personnel are collecting the full salary and packs of acting as well as full packs of the current position. It is unfortunate that the government, through the non-functional local government board, has allowed this to continue for over three years with all suspended personnel benefiting from home at the expense of residents. We plead with him to constitute a commission to run the affairs of these two. Uh, close quote, said Mr. Shalvach Kwamba, who is the National Chairperson for Zimbabwe National Organization of Associations and Residents Trust. The local authorities have failed to produce audited financials for years, coupled with inconsistent billing patterns. What do we make of this? Is this a thing or maybe, just maybe, it's just a frustrated bunch that's looking for an, for, for an outlet? Um, I'm, 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 I, 
You know where I where they caught me? Where they were saying that um, apparently or allegedly people that have been suspended or aren't in office anymore are still receiving full salaries and benefits. Surely someone wouldn't like is responsible for that like like surely surely not this is such a bad look it's such a bad look (laughs) for the consoles that have been you know trying to convince us that all the issues that happened to them have very little to do with them right it's like the environment that we're operating in is tough etc but this goes against it like when whenever they have their own internal issues such as the the loss of that 194 million or these i don't even know what to call it this is like human resources malpractices whatever this is yeah it just it, it's such a bad look and you can understand why people are then frustrated and and want you know commit to set up commissions which is essentially setting up another group of people who are going to be getting paid for doing the same job that these guys are supposed to be doing and I'm going to guess that they're still going to be getting their full salaries and perks because they have contracts, probably. But I also want to get the evidence to support that because I refuse to believe that that's a thing. Oh, no, it's a thing. We actually made a joke with um, with the mayor, uh, Jacob Mafumi, the last time he was on about the number of acting people that you have. Because whenever you talk to to City of Harare, <laughs> you're saying, "Yo, we want to have someone to come over to the show." You, you're like, you, "Oh yeah, here's the you, acting." You'll find more actors in the council than in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't oh, think the Zimbabwe geez. film industry has even more actors. Are they still in charge of theater in the park? Or is that someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Ship out all those actors. Like, I, I genuinely thought that. <laughs> Look, we're opening our phone lines in a second. It's Open Line Monday. We want to know what you think. Our commission's a thing. Hello, good morning. You're live on Open Line Monday. 0719 uh, Establishing commissions to run the Harare Institute with the city councils, a thing. If it's a thing, we want to know how it would work. And uh, does it mean we're doing away with the actual administration board that has to do with the council? It's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Um, but it's something to put on the table in form That's of conversation. Zero seven one nine one zero zero four zero four or zero double seven two two six nine two four one or zero double seven two two six nine double two nine. What are your reactions to this call? Is this reasonable or is someone just making noise because they are frustrated? All right. Hello. Good morning. You're live on Open Line Monday. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Who's this I'm speaking to and what's your reaction? The, this is Samaita. Samaita, how are you and what's your reaction? Uh, I'm very well. Yeah, it, it, it's not a good thing. Eh? Mm. But uh, my problem is the system is the local authority. Is it the mayor who's responsible for actually appointing my directors and Fiwa or is the local government uh, minister? Mm. Uh, because if it is local government minister, then the the ball stops with the with the with the local government minister. Why is he not uh, firing those who need to be fired and replacing those who need to be uh, replaced? Because I don't think it is the mandate of the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding young in a local uh, government uh, operation, that's the first thing. Another thing, my organization is in Garigutaoraga Mira, Ningiri, my residence, as Nakumbo, it's a poll. 
Thank, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Zero seven one nine one zero zero four zero four, or zero double seven two two six nine two four one, or zero double seven two double two nine two six nine double two nine. Drop us a call now if you can. We want to hear from you. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Wait. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Who's this? We're speaking to, and uh, what's your contribution? Okay, my name is Love Moore. Uh, my my contribution on the issue here, I think it all goes back to the issues of uh, recruitment process and uh, recruiting the right people. Mm. And why do I say so? Uh, I think uh, through the result-based management processes, which uh, the government is chairing, uh, where people are made to sign performance-based contracts. If someone performs well, then he keeps his job. There's no need for these commissions. If we agree beginning of the year that these are the deliverables expected from you, come here and we do the performance uh, review, you did not meet the grade, you did not deliver on what we agreed, then why should we keep you? Mm. You must be shown the exit door and the right people are being recruited at those posts. Why do I say it goes to the issues of our recruitment? If we recruit the right people with the right qualifications, with the right experience, I think this issue to talk of commissions will be non-existent. You select some commissions, uh, they are paid. You have got substantive people, maybe one suspension, they are paid. You have got acting people. At the end of the day, it's the red payer who is contributing or who is making some payments to all the whole lot at the expense of self-delivery. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining Open Line Monday. Thank you. Uh, on uh, another note, I'm driving along um, in Simon Mazoro. Just after a Oton Park, around about there, and it's treated water. It can't me they send someone to attend to it. We are losing a lot of water and also millions of treated water. That Thank you. We will send the acting technician do. to come and sort that out. <laughs> ah, you you beat me to that. Well done. I Dennis. was also on that. <laughs> well done to oh, to man. that zero seven one nine one zero zero four zero four. 
or zero double seven two two six nine two four one or zero double seven two two six nine double two nine. Drop us a call now if you can and weigh in on the idea of a commission uh, that actually runs the Chitukwiza and Harare City Council respectively. Uh, what do you make of that? Is this just noise, or maybe it's something that to to consider? You know what? Um, Samaita made a good point, which is that anyone can say anything, right? And like a lot of the time, people have their own agendas in terms of what they say. And it brings the question, how much have people actually interrogated into what's happening within um, be it local government or, you know, like with all the acting people out there? Like how much are people actually interrogating in terms of facts? Because otherwise you get anybody coming to speak on behalf of the people. Uh, I, 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 to, I totally get it. But also we've given a lot of leeway to a lot of distrust, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, good morning. Hello good, hello? Mo- hello, good morning. You're live on Capital Breakfast and welcome to Open Line Monday. Yeah, morning. You're uh, talking to Mr. Innocent Juma. Talk to me, Mr. Innocent. What's your contribution? Okay, I think this is uh, politics as far as uh, I say. Why do, why do you say that? Why? Because the person who came with that idea uh, belongs to a certain political party, which, okay. is against, which is against those who are... which is against the councillors that are uh, within Arara and the... So, may, may, may I please ask you a question and hopefully maybe you can give me an answer concerning this. Yeah. Uh, is it true that there's been a lot of uh, mismanagement within council? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, is, are, is it true are. that is it true that there there has been a lot of uh, uh, a, a lot of people in positions in duplicated position uh, getting perks? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it's true. Oh, okay, it's true. So if it's true that the city of Harare and the Chitungiza City Council have been mismanaging resources, does it also not make it true that the establishment of a commission can be a great idea? Okay, the issue is about who suspended or who suspended those uh, people who are who those, those people. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's my question. But, but if, if, is, if, if, yeah, that's, is that, like is the, that the question? But, but uh, th- that is not the question this morning. The question is about the establishment of a commission. Is there no need for us to have a commission if the city council, if, if the council well run. is if well, well run? run then right, there, no there wouldn't be a need, yeah, right? Yeah, there, there is no need to have that commission yeah. because if, even if that commission comes, the system will not will, will not change. That mm. commission, will, yeah, the system will not change. No, na panenya muni kaidi ya Zimbabwe ya. Yeah, but that, that, that is not the question this morning. The question this morning is, do you think the establishment of a, uh, a commission would actually solve the issues at council? It will not solve. It will, it, it will cause chaos in council. Uh, so, so, so I hear you, and I, I'd, I'd like to investigate this a little, a little further. We, we, okay. I, we're saying that we're agreeing that the council is mismanaged, and is it? 
Yes. Are we together there? Yes, we are together. So, if it's not if it's not that, then what do you suggest is the solution? If it's not, I, I don't know if you hear my question. If if the solution is not a council, uh, um, a commission, what is the yeah. solution to mismanagement? The solution to mismanagement, uh, it's it's like we have to make sure that. Hello, good morning. You're live on Kavichok. <laughs> oh, I was actually interested. No, I mean, that, is, getting, that is the pertinent question. The, yeah. It was getting to the part that I like. The uh, solution. L- I let like. me tell you the part that I like. Uh. Huh? Here's the part that I like. Isusu, let's investigate. Okay. Hello, good morning. You're live on Capital Breakfast. Tamunga uh, Mamuger. Can I ask a question? Maybe. Uh, wh- why don't you start by answering the question <laughs> first? In the English, but can I say something? You tell us, because that's what you want to include <laughs> in your in your in your answer, right? Ah, this is the end of. Ah, okay. Oh, are you saying is he an executive? Executive uh, man. I'm at least in making a kind of scoop. What's the Murugan secret with the Makandri? The animal coral. So here's what I have a problem with this. I'm someone who's non-aligned to the politics of the day, right? Uh, in my position as a broadcaster, we seem anytime we ask the question, is there mismanagement? Like mismanagement is nothing to do with how people are aligned. It is everything to do with whether or not there is. It's like saying uh, the reason why... Uh, uh, giving us financials that are well audited, what does that have to do with uh, with uh, with executive powers? The issue around uh, my executive powers... Is uh, it's a historical issue. It's been different from 1980 to 1995, uh, and then it changed in 95 to 96, and they have different powers. Again, it changed. There was a provision removed in 2008. So yes, we've we've seen those powers be different at different times. So I just could but I think at the core of it, what we have now is trying to figure out a solution to our issues. And like you say, could you? I think. Mm-hmm. I think I would be I think the solution is there, if you ask me. Oh, the solution is so that we can start being honest with ourselves. That management is nothing to do with the politics of the day. We asked here the city council on record why they didn't have an accounting software. Do you know what they told us? They told us the reason why they don't have an accounting software is because they had a mishap with the company that was. So they were almost a year without a proper accounting software. Like, what does that have to do with the politics? About an accounting software. Yeah, but 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 you see, the issue about the minister and the power as well is good. Can a minister and the power 
Akazoti, the power, I'm going to use my power to start a commission, and then we also complain about the commission. And to be fair, Nina, I think I agree with you. The commission is actually a, a very inconvenient thing to be happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about, you know, practicality. It's going to cost money. Ideally, this should be done in such a way, Yoguti. You know, if City of Arari came and said, Isusu, with the money that we've collected this much, this is the work that we've done, we've built these roads, we bought these trucks, it would be so much easier for us to say, so problem is July more. But if that's not oh, even happening, we're that. not even getting to that level of the conversation. Uh, what does that mean? So, so, so uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but we have to get to the news real quick. Open line Monday. Uh, continues exactly after the news. Stick around. This is Capital Breakfast. 8.22 on Capital Breakfast. What are we on about this morning, uh, Tash? This morning we're talking about whether or not it would um, be beneficial to have commissions to run Harare and Chitungiza councils. Of course, this was... uh this was a call that was made for government to consider establishing commissions to run local authorities of Arare and Chitungwiza in the wake of continued maladministration and exploitation. Now, uh, the question this morning is, uh, what are your reactions to this call? Is this reasonable? It's just noise making. And uh, uh, is there a case there? Or maybe, just maybe, uh, we need to up our game and now we keep council accountable. There's bigger politics to deal with. All these are issues we want to explore right now on 0719-100-404 or 0772-269-241 or 0772-269-229. It's Open Line Monday. Drop us a call now if you can. Happy Monday to you and yours. I hope you remember and hold on to whatever you're throwing out into the air this week. We do this every Monday where we open the line and say, open, you, you call us. You tell us exactly what you think on a specific topic depending on exactly what we're talking about that day. What are we on about this morning? This morning we were talking about the um, alleged resident call for commission to run um, for commission to run Harare and Shitungiza councils. Mm. And uh, what are your closing remarks? Here's my thing. I think we're all in consensus in terms of even within the comments that having a commission is not necessarily the best idea. Where we fall short is actually having solutions. But I'd say that it's not a good idea because already there's too much bureaucracy that's allowing for all these gaps within the system. Adding more bureaucracy to it is only like fuel to the fire, really. Plus, my elections, manja manja. I think, to be honest... That, so you can that, just vote in someone else? So, because essentially what we have is an administration issue here. We, we don't believe in the management that's happening in the city council. And those are elected members for the most part. The people mm-hmm. who are in charge of doing that are elected members. So we have to find a way to say whether it's show us your plan or what Like this, what we're doing now is trying to put stop gaps on a situation that's already... Like, we're trying to deal with the symptoms of a deeper, like, issue. Mm-hmm. Because those people, we're still going to need councillors who are still going to make up the administration of the city council in the next election. So setting up a council is an added expense to the taxpayer, in, is essentially. Yeah. And I don't think that's a the direction that we should... Yeah, setting up a commission. And I don't think that's the direction we should... I agree with towards. that. I don't I think that. setting up a commission is, is the way to go. It's a... Uh, 
it's a band-aid. We don't need a band-aid. We need a solution, all right? Yeah. And uh, whatever the solution is, I hope you think through it and be part of that solution, all right? Have a good one. We'll do this again tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. My town's my propagandist. Yeah, no, don't go in a message. I can't put my propagandist. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my man's all fun. And you guys are supporting Zanupia. No, we're supporting the fruit salads. We've been very clear about what we support. That campaign isn't going great for the most part. Well, clearly. We'll find our momentum. We need better structures. But we don't need structures. You can just appoint me, right? True. But can I... As acting chief. Acting VP. But can I can I just say I think uh, just as part of our closing remarks, <laughs> people bring up the idea of supporting ZANU-PF when these conversations come up, and no one ever brings up the parts where we're talking about all the other institutions that are you know under ZANU-PF's uh, care. Yeah. For the most part, what people call us all the other times is that you guys are just trolls. Exactly. You guys make fun of everything, <laughs> right? And yes, to be fair, that is kind of what we try to do, is we try to be as objective as we can. But if this conversation is going to be a conversation where we can't say that the city council lost $194 million and we can't say that the city council has mismanaged, even though even when people talk to us, they admit to those things, then we're also, also building a system where people can't say what they think. Mm-hmm. And that's not a healthy environment for anyone Anyway. Anyway, the Oscar goes to <laughs> <laughs> acting president of the Fruit Salads. 100.4 FM. Harare's heartbeat.